Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I'm your host, Valerie Adams, mindset coach, entrepreneur, and manifestation enthusiast. I am obsessed with supporting you in living the life of your dreams. Each week, I'll be providing you with a quick bite of mind food so you can live the life that you were put on this planet to live. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hi, beautiful. I'm really excited to share what I'm going to share with you today. And right now I am recording this podcast episode, obviously, and this hopefully, hopefully you are not able to hear the neighbors. They have little boys and they are playing basketball and I can hear them dribbling the ball. And remember I shared in a couple episodes back how I'm really stepping away from perfectionism, right? I'm really stepping away from that and making the decision that me showing up authentically and consistently, it's good enough. (laughs) So hopefully you are not able to hear them with the ball dribbling. And if you are perfect, right? This is an opportunity for all of us to let go of that perfection. And it's really interesting because Ryan and I, you know, we used to live, we, we've had some fun living situations together. I mean, without getting too far into it, when we first started dating and Ryan was visiting from Ohio, he would fly he would fly cross country to take me on a date. I was in San Diego and he would come stay for a couple weeks. He would stay at an Airbnb. And then our relationship started getting more serious. And when he would visit, the, you know, he would be spending so much time at my place that it came, it became, okay, so when you visit, you will stay at my place. And then got to the point where we talked about moving in together. And so we shared my studio apartment together for, I think it was like six to eight months. And mind you, we both run our own online businesses where we have clients. We do video calls, phone calls. So we got to be really, really creative and, um, there were a lot of times I would ask Ryan to leave and he would leave when I was doing a client call um, or a sales call or something like that. And he would leave. I never left when he was doing the call, he would go on a walk or something like that. And mind you, we lived in a busy downtown area where it was very loud. It was right by a freeway entrance. There were people honking. It was very crowded. So it wasn't exactly a place where you would want to take a phone call with a client outside because of the background noise. So we had to be really, you know, make sure our calls weren't at the same time. And telling you this because now where we live, we live in Orange County. We manifested renting a four bedroom, really beautiful home in a super suburban area. And I want you to know how grateful I am for this place. I write about it every single day when I'm doing my gratitude, this house, this house, this house. And I've never lived somewhere where I can see myself staying in this same place for more than a year. It's always like, okay, this works for now, but next year we're really going to upgrade. And it's like, we finally have this space that feels good. And I actually want to stay in for as long as we can. And the landlords are really amazing. I feel very, very grateful to be in this space. And with this, it's like going from a studio to a four bedroom where we each have our own office 
and there's a spare room and the common spaces are big, I, I don't take it for granted because of where we came from. So I will take the suburbs. I will take the basketball dribbling any day because space is really awesome. When you are in a relationship and you live with the person, it is very important to take that space, have that, that time to just lock yourself in your office or you know read a book somewhere where you don't have anyone interrupting. Love Ryan so much. And that is, you know, definitely something I'm happy about. So anyway, I wanted to tell you about something very life-changing that I have been doing, rather asking myself. And it's a very powerful question that I'm going to share with you. I've been sharing it with my clients, of course. I've been sharing it with friends and they all have the same reaction. They're like, wow. Ooh, that's good. And I'm not telling you this to brag and be like, I'm a genius because I'm going to tell you how this came to me. And they say, wow, that's so good because they realize they're like, wow, I have the habit of doing this thing. And if I just ask this question, I can step away from that habit. So that's really why. So here's how this question came to me. I recently started meditating again and I'm going to be very real with you. I struggle to just sit down, stay still. My mind is always racing. I'm always trying to find something um, productive to do. This is something I'm actively working through, you know, learning how to rest. Something my mindset coach says is that rest is productive. So I'm trying to, you know, fully feel that and embody that. And what, what has happened is that I have been able to meditate maybe just for 10 minutes, right? Just set an alarm for 10 minutes, set a timer and just meditate after I walk the dog and let whatever comes, come through, come through. So I have heard a lot of stories that people have shared where they say, oh, I got this, you know, I heard a voice say this during my meditation. You know, when I meditated, this came through and you know, I've heard that for a long time. So I would try to meditate and I would end up getting distracted or, you know, I was seeing things, but I wasn't hearing things. And I'm like, why isn't, why am I not hearing things? Why am I not hearing a voice? Tell me my next million dollar idea. Why, why am I not hearing this? Why does this happen for everybody else but me? And I actually went to a workshop about, gosh, it was probably longer than six months ago that my psychic healer, Bethany, who shout out Bethany, if you are listening for whatever reason, or if anyone has seen Bethany, I always recommend her. I share about her on Instagram. I tag her. She's incredible. She has virtual readings for me every single month. Um, She helps me balance my energy and before COVID, she was having in-person workshops. So I went to one and something she did was she you know, stood in my energy field and she got really close to me and tapped into what my psychic gifts were because we all have psychic gifts and it's about being able to strengthen them, tap into them. And she let me know that my gifts are sight. So that means I can get visions. I can see images. I can really visualize very easily. Um, she said smell is one. Sometimes I'll randomly smell perfume. I'll get random whiffs of things and I'll ask Ryan. I'm like, do you smell that? He won't. But really it's the vision. And she told me, you do not possess the sound quality. <laughs> she was like, you don't 
hear voices, like things aren't said to you. That's not something that you have. So when she said that, believe it or not, it was a relief because I was like, oh, okay, that's, I don't need to try to force that or think something missing because that's just not one of my gifts. So there was a time where I did hear once during a meditation, it was at a live event. And I think it was in the energy I was in. I really, it was in a space where we were all being vulnerable, opening up. And it was when I was debating leaving my corporate job abruptly, like faster than I thought I would to take my business full time because Mindful Babe was just a side hustle at that time that I was desperately wanting to take full time and grow. And when something's not meant for you, things will fall away. Things just fall away. So what ended up happening was, you know, my job performance was slipping. I couldn't even do the bare minimum tasks anymore because I was so just so all in on my business and the clients I had at the time creating new content. I was so motivated on fire and I wanted to do it full time and I wanted to take on more clients, but I couldn't with my work schedule. It wouldn't allow for me to have clients who I could see weekly, bi-weekly. So I was at this point where I couldn't grow my business while maintaining this 45-hour-a-week job. So I remember at that live event, we did a visualization, meditation, you know, with as a group. And I heard, this is something I actually heard a voice tell me, clear your calendar and the clients will come. And when we get, when we, you know, hear something, say something, and it can be someone saying something to us, a reaction you can get are chills, right? And I like to call them truth bumps. I didn't make that up. So instead of goosebumps, truth bumps. And I remember feeling chills in that moment when I heard that voice say, clear your calendar and the clients will come. So that's what I did. Of course, I take action very fast. So that happens on like, you know, Saturday of the event. <laughs> Monday, I go to work and I put in my notice. Like that's how I just really trusted. So the reason I'm sharing that for you is because it happened again. I heard a voice again. And this was about a week and a half ago, maybe a little bit longer. And it must have been my unconscious mind bringing something to the surface, but a voice asked me a question. It just really floated through me. It got downloaded. And I actually came out of the meditation and I was like, where, where did that come from? That's a really great question. So the question, you're probably like, get to the point, Valerie. You know that I'm usually pretty like right to the punch. And I wanted to give you this context because. This is something that I've struggled with my whole life. It's taking things personally. The question is, what if nothing is personal? That is a question that I have been asking myself now for the last week and a half, and I can physically feel it. Any stress, any weird, icky feelings just kind of lift off of my body when I ask myself this question. What if nothing is personal? Because how easy is it to, you know, look at the way someone's acting or, you know, oh, I thought he was going to text me back or, you know, my friend's been being kind of weird or distant or, you know, 
oh, that's so awkward that this person said this to me or this person left a weird comment on my Instagram. And then you can ask the question, what if nothing is personal? And give yourself permission to let whatever thing you're thinking about, whatever you're analyzing, whatever you're replaying in your mind, give yourself permission to let that float away, float off of your body because it's not yours to carry and try to figure out. We're meaning-making machines, so we are so quick to decide that because this happened, because this was said, it means this, this is the outcome, it means this all the time. We're trying to find that absolute. We're trying to find, almost make a rule out of it because it creates the illusion of certainty and nothing is personal. Nothing is actually about us, right? Nothing is actually about us. Here's an example. Let's say that you have been saving your money for a really long time and you were able to buy the car of your dreams. You were able to buy a really nice car and you're very proud of it. You've worked really hard. You've been really intentional about spending, saving, putting money aside. And you're so proud of this car and you reach out to all your friends about it. You send them pictures and they're all like, oh my gosh, go you. That's so awesome. Boss, babe, you deserve it. Oh my God, that car's so sexy. And you have one friend in the group who she's not really saying anything or she, um, she's the only one who didn't directly congratulate you or compliment you or really say anything. Right. And so you may think, you know, why is she acting so weird? Is it because I said this? Is and before you go down that rabbit hole, ask yourself the question, what if nothing is personal? What if nothing is personal? If nothing is personal, what story would I choose to create? What interpretation would I make if nothing's personal? Oh, that's right. This friend, she got laid off from her job. And it, she has mentioned that, you know, she had to, you know, sell a bunch of clothes on Poshmark for extra money, or she's, you know, had to pick up odd jobs. And I know she's really struggling financially. I know she's really scared. That makes sense. It has nothing to do with me because it never does. It never, ever, ever does. The way we react, the way we respond, the way we show up, it has nothing to do with other people. It's all about our worldview, our experiences, our internal representations of the world. We delete, distort, and generalize every single experience we have. And we see things through our unique filter of the world, our model of the world. And it's never personal. It has nothing to do with you. So I want you to experiment with asking this question in whatever context that comes up, right? Like if your mom makes a weird comment to you, your aunt, you know, over the holidays, she really gets on you and she's like, well, why haven't you met someone yet? What's wrong with you? <laughs> um, you like, you're so pretty. Why are you single, right? You want to like get upset about it. What if nothing's personal? What would I choose to believe? Oh, my aunt loves me so much. She got married at a really young age and she wrapped her identity in her marriage. So that makes sense that she thinks that I need that to be happy, but that has nothing to do with me. 
that's her own experience. It's not mine. It doesn't mean that something's wrong with me. It's that that's her model of the world. <laughs> that's, that's her worldview is that it, when you meet your person, that's when life really starts and that's when happiness really starts. It's nothing personal. How about a situation where you like somebody and you notice that they have stopped texting you as much or, you know, they didn't ask you out on a second date? If nothing's personal, what would you choose to believe? Oh, you know, instead of believing I'm not good enough, he didn't choose me, he chose someone else. If nothing's personal, maybe you would choose to believe that he has a lot going on or that you two aren't actually compatible and he's doing you a favor by backing off because it actually wouldn't work for you. Or maybe he's not in the place to date. Maybe his ex came back into his life and he's kind of falling back into that trap. If nothing's personal, never has anything to do with you. And when it's not personal, you can release judgment from yourself. You can release trying to figure it out, trying to be, trying to interpret it because we're always making up a story about something. So might as well make it a story that's going to serve you. Might as well make it a story that's going to feel good. And if you operate from the belief that nothing is personal, it has nothing to do with you and anything a person says, how they react, how they show up words they speak, thoughts they think, all of it, it has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with their unique experience, their unique viewpoint, filters, model of the world that you have nothing to do with. So let me know how it goes when you start asking yourself this question on a regular basis. When you notice yourself wanting to take something personally and you know have your feelings hurt, let me know what comes up instead. Let me know, you know, what answers you receive by asking that question. And here's the thing about growth. Here's the thing about having breakthroughs. It usually has nothing to do with the answers. It's about being asked the questions that you've never been asked before. And that's, you know, with hiring a coach. A good coach, they don't just shoot all these answers and all this advice at you. It's them asking you questions that are going to guide you to the answers that you innately have, the answers that exist within you, the answers that only you can give yourself. So keep that in mind that you're just one question away at all times from having a completely different reality, from having the biggest breakthrough you've ever had, from shifting the way you look at things, from completely changing the way that you think about something. It's always very, very close by. I love you so much. I hope you love today's episode and just want to let you know that very, very soon you are going to be seeing all the details for my new self-love course. I'm being very ambiguous about it because it's going to be super special and I'm only going to be allowing a limited amount of women to jump in and grab it because it's going to be launching in 2021. However, I'm going to be bringing it out in December for just a select number of women. So you have been warned. Keep your eyes out. Keep your ears peeled. I'm going to be giving you all the goods very, very soon. 
Love you so much. I'm so proud of you. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for tuning in to the Mindful Babes podcast. I hope you loved today's episode and got some takeaways from the message shared today. If anyone in your life would benefit from hearing this episode, please be generous and share it with them on your story. Tag me on Instagram at the Mindful Babe. And if you're feeling extra generous, please leave a review on the iTunes store. Your reviews are what keeps this podcast going, and I appreciate you so very much. Have an incredible day, babe.